This is a simple game. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. You got it? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of It's a Simple Game. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with my co-host, RC. What's up, buddy? What up, man? How you doing? Hey, yeah, I, just, all right. I just want to say, man, uh, that, that intro took a little while. You got you to gotta, gotta speed it up, man. 15 seconds, that's your limit. 15 seconds. I got it done in time. Hey, man, okay. how you think, what you think about that new pitch clock? Uh, I, I hate you sometimes. You know what? Here, let me go ahead and I'm gonna lay it out like this. If we're gonna go ahead and get started on this, and this is how we're going to start the show, let's just start it like this. Pitch clock. I don't hate it because one, yes, I do enjoy. Hey, let's don't stand out of the box and let's adjust our bat and gloves. Let's do this and let's shake our bat around. Let's look at our bat and think about it. Okay, whatever. That's fine. If you want to cut all that out, that's fine. I'm all down for cutting out the whole. That's just a waste of time. I think you don't, you don't need to adjust your batting gloves every freaking after ever a batter or after every pitch. But I still think there's not enough time for the batter though. What I'm worried about is, is the batter not having enough time to get, get in a mindset like seven seconds. Cause it starts at 15 and what I've noticed and uh, you have to be in there by eight. Am I correct? So I'll make sure I'm correct before I go on a crazy. Yeah, run. it's fifteen second pitch, fifteen second pitch clock, and you the batter have, has to be ready by eight. Yeah, it has to be it has to be in the box within or by eight seconds. So that's seven seconds you're giving a person to be like, all right, let me get ready for this hundred mile an hour fastball. And then the that's, pitcher, the pitcher has to be ready for start, the rest of the clock. Yeah. Has to start his uh, motion to uh, get the clock to stop. Right. Okay. But the pitcher still gets the rest of that eight seconds or whatever when the batter's ready, right? If he needs it. Technically, yes. He just has to he has to get started, uh get his motion started okay. within so that. So what eight you're seconds. telling me is you're giving the pitcher fifteen seconds, but you're giving the batter seven. I mean kinda. The pitcher's gotta get ready. There's a lot of pitchers who do all yeah. that reeking shake your but you just shake your body, keep keep do ten million steps. There's everybody's got their own little yeah. uh motions and stuff. So I mean yeah. it I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I, I feel like maybe let's get it up to like maybe 20. Let's do 20 seconds. 20 seconds is probably a little bit better. I think 15 is a little too quick. But uh, I I don't hate it. I just uh, I didn't like how that game ended today. Oh, yeah. The Braves-Red Sox spring training game. And, yes, I'm a Braves fan. Everybody knows that already. We're three episodes in. It's no secret. But even if it wasn't the Braves, if it's anybody – what, what we're doing, and I already heard, heard some people talking about, oh, well, the game will just go to extra innings because it was tied if it was the regular season, yada, yada. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what if it's 6-5, bases loaded, two outs, you're the home team at the bat, and you got a 3-2 count, and the umpire's like, oh, man, you didn't get ready. Strike three, ball game's over. Sorry. It's the most a- exciting, crucial pitch of the game already. You want to talk about an exciting moment, a 3-2 count with bases loaded, you're down by one, and you got two outs. I think that's the most exciting pitch in any game going to ever happen. Yeah, I think I think there's got to be an update to the rule. I think I think after – I think the 7th through the ninth, they got to either up the, up the time or 
maybe in the ninth, just eliminate it altogether. Um, because I mean, it's it's if it's gonna if it's gonna decide games, it's gonna cause major problems. Yeah, and like I said, I'm fine with the pitch clock. I'm okay with making the game go a little bit faster, but I'm not okay with this whole thing of how I feel like I just feel like the hitter is kind of being more forced than the pitcher. I get what you're saying. A pitcher may need a little bit longer, but I mean, if the pitcher is going to get a full 15 seconds before he has to throw that pitch, I've noticed a lot of them are getting it done at like five or, or four. You know what I'm saying? They're not taking the whole 15 seconds. I obviously understand that, but I'm just saying is why not just give them both the 15 seconds? If you want to give them 15 seconds, say, Hey, look, you have to be ready by, and I'll be okay if you're like, hey, batter, you got to be ready by five seconds and pitch. Hey, you need to be ready to go after that. That's fine. I just feel like seven seconds being a hitter back in the day, and I didn't do all that batting glove crap. I never did all that. I was always ready to go. I was already rearing up, ready to go myself. But I still think I took more than seven seconds after a pitch, especially in some crucial moments in the game, kind of like that. Bases loaded, you know bottom of the ninth i know it's the spring training game but one one though this is a kid that's up to bat who's trying to make a who's trying to make an impression maybe for an mlb team so yeah that at bat kind of is important to that kid who's up there trying to make an impression you know what well, i mean well okay I see, I see what you're saying about the hitter but you also got to realize that they got to call the pitch and do and get the pitch call to the pitcher and he's got to get his wind up set up you know what i'm saying he's got to kick the dirt like he usually does, and he only has 15 seconds to get all that done. So that's not hard. There's going to be a lot of scripted uh, at-bats now because people are going to have to basically set up pitches beforehand. Hey, your first three pitches, bam, bam, bam. Because right. 15 seconds, you, you're giving a coach. Because most most guys, most time, it's a coach calling the pitch to the catcher, catcher calling the pitch. So now these coaches are literally, as soon as they're – gearing up to pitch they got to just assume hey if this is a strike i'm gonna go with this pitch if this is a ball you know what i'm saying rather than reacting to hey he swung it let me let me throw it uh let's say he was a little late let's uh let's throw a little let's throw let's, let's throw another fastball he's a little early let's throw a change up you know what i'm saying or something you know what i'm saying so oh i feel what you're saying spencer strider uh, from the braves also said it like this when he was asking about it he said look he said i feel like a quarterback now in the nfl i gotta be ready I gotta be ready with a play call. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Downhill. That's what so, I'm saying though. I, mean, I was I think thinking like 20, 25 seconds. Yeah. I think the pitchers are understanding that hey, we gotta be ready. Now you can't say that batters can't do it. I mean, it's it's not that oh, hard. No. no, batters can do it. They can have plenty of time. But you gotta see the the pitch clock doesn't start until the catcher throws the ball back to the until the pitcher catches it. You see what I'm saying? So as soon as that pitch crosses the plate, the batter can take his step out, and he's got he's got seven seconds to readjust himself and get back in there. And he only has to be in the box. It's not like he has to be ready in the box, technically. Yeah, you're. I mean, I understand it. But I'm agreeing with you. I think we should, like you said, raise it up to about 20, 25 seconds. That's all I'm saying. It's like it's like every new rule ever. There's gonna be some there's gonna be some issues with it that's we're going to learn from and we're just going to have to adjust just to play. The only thing I'm worried about is the fact that we probably won't get this adjusted till next year. Oh yeah. I mean, look at, look at Machado. He was the first one to get called for a violation this year. He said in his interview afterwards, I might be starting off in a lot of one counts until I get adjusted. 
That's, uh, there's going to be a lot of 0-1 counts, period, in the in the in the league for the first few weeks, maybe even month. All right, I'm done talking about it now. Well, hey, guess what though? See here. Guess what What's though? Up? Spring training started, baby. Baseball is here. We got games actually playing right now. I think that what there's one game going right now. I think Miami and New York's playing right now, and we got a little New York Mets split squad. Yeah, but yeah, man, baseball is back. Like I said, Braves played the other day in Boston and ended a six-six tie after the pitch clock controversy. Astros won. Good for the Astros. <laughs> Good for the Astros. Good for the Astros. Colorado beat Arizona twelve to five, and then Alec Angels won five to one over Seattle. I mean, once again, spring training. Don't take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I'm just happy to have some baseball. So we got a. I mean, let's. We got. We got. We had some interesting stuff today. Uh, Brett Beatty, one of the top Mets uh, prospects, went yard today in his first at bat. Um, nice. We got a uh, Vladdy went yard for the Blue Jays, like usual. Yep. Ra- Rangers. We talked. <laughs> we talked about Robbie Grossman going to the Rangers. He he already started. Had a home run today. Got off. Got off his uh, spring training start pretty good. Um, they had a couple of couple of prospects. Justin Foskey hit a bomb for the Rangers. So I mean, there's prospects are here, man. Jason Dominguez yeah. for the Yankees hit a bomb. Jackson Holiday played today for the Orioles. This, yeah. Man, gotta love. Him. I love. I love. I love having all these prospects up here, man. I just I'm yeah. ready to see who's gonna be the who's gonna be the new guy. Who's who's gonna who's gonna show out. Some of the MLB players are ready today. Freddie hit a home run already for the Dodgers. So, you know. Goldschmidt had a they double. Back. Even uh, Olsen hit a double today, too. He looks in good shape for the Braves. I mean, it's just. Even Joey Gallo went two for two today. I think two for two or two for three. Man, Joey Gallo got hits, man. That's our. <laughs> that's a. He's only, what, I think he needs 44 more to reach his last season total. Oh, damn. That was rough. I'm glad baseball's back, man. I mean, I'm just excited. I can't. I'm like, look, just give me regular season now. But I understand we got to get through this yeah, we whole got spring training. And we got a lot to look at. There's going to be some notable roster cuts coming up. You know, before you know it, you're going to see some players you thought, oh, man, I thought he's had a hot start. And he kind of just still needs to develop. And you're going to see him go be assigned triple A, double A, wherever they need to assign him to. I'm just I'm ready to see which uh, which prospects come out come out firing and you know saying just just force the team to to let them start on that or let them be on that that big league roster day one. Man, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there right now, so it's it's going to be a fun spring training, man. I, I'm I'm excited. It's almost March. Um, we almost got the WBC about to start. Just mm-hmm. everything is everything's baseball, man. Baseball, everything, dude. Baseball, like I said, it's it was a good year for us to actually get together and be able to start this podcast. I'm glad it come together. And uh, first of all, I want to go ahead and start, talking about that. I know we're only we're only this third episode in, but hey, well, I just want to go ahead and just say a thank you to everyone who's been supportive so far. The first two episodes, you know, I appreciate we've sent it out to our friends, and I'm sure there's some random viewers, and we've got some feedbacks from some people, and I, I think we really appreciate that from you guys. And we're we're gonna we're gonna take your feedback. We're going to try to turn it into making this a lot better for this podcast, but we appreciate everyone who's so far been listening. We hope you enjoy and keep the feedback coming. I mean, as long as it's, we can take, we can take honest criticism. <laughs> sure about that. I don't know, man. 
if you're if you're too honest, I might just ignore you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Respectful criticism. I hey, I, I can't change my voice, man. As much as I want to, I'll, I'm gonna go buy a voice changer. All right, we're gonna right. voice change, make it sound like a make it sound like an actual uh, professional up here. Um, right. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start using the big words too. Just, just a deeper voice is gonna sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't do that. No. <laughs> All right. So besides pitch clocking, we got spring training back. Have we got any news? What, well, hold, hold up. Let's let's talk about some of these rule changes because pitch clock is not the only thing. You are correct. So what do you want to talk about bigger bases? So we got bigger <laughs> bases. We got you got limited pickoffs. You got. Uh, no, no overshifts anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. So, they're what they're doing, man. They're just more hits. You know what I'm saying? More offense. Um, but, it's just like the NFL, man. Offense, offense gets the viewers, man. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm old school. I enjoy I a two nothing game, two one game. Great pitching. I can deal with that. I love it. But I, I understand the I understand the one for more offense. They want more stolen bases because stolen bases have dropped significantly, which bigger bases, limited pickoff attempts. We're about to see some I think we're gonna see some I think we might see some 30-30s, maybe even some 40-40s this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna it's gonna be fun, man. As long as some of these some of these uh athletes stay healthy, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think think the more stolen bases thing, I like to see because I feel like people really don't I mean, when it comes to pickoff attempts, I get it. I love, I love, actually, I love pickoff attempts because I just love, I love the home crowd. You know, if you're the home crowd, you know, they're always booing them, you know, like, why would you throw up? <laughs> I, that's always cracks me up, man, just to hear the home crowd boo a, a pickoff attempt from the opposing uh, team. Yeah. So, I mean, limited pickoff, I th- it's going to be a little rough for the, you know what I'm saying, pitcher, catcher, but catcher's pretty much after that second pickoff, just going to have to, be ready because yeah. most likely you're going to start seeing some running if, if they don't they don't if they don't steal within those first two pickoffs. But uh, it's going to be a fun year, man. I'm excited. Baseball's back, man. I'm just it's it's going to be fun. Astros going to win another World Series, right? Another one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Another All the one. favorites, man. All the favorites showing the Braves. I don't know. We got the man, most high percentage to make the World Series. They had the Yankees ahead of us. Let's let's calm down about those percentages. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I agree with you online. Nobody cares about the Yankees, but I mean, <laughs> nah, it's 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 going to be awesome, man. I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. We got a bunch of bunch of new faces and new and new teams. Got Brave for the Astros. Just. All these new new faces everywhere, new teams, uh, exciting prospects. Oh man, let's go! Let's well, go! Let is I let's go! In, let's go! Let's <laughs> get it done. But I think if we're gonna move in, talking about your Astros, uh, what's up with McCullers, man? What's what's the deal? Uh, so he's not got he's he's not gonna make opening day. Um, right. Found out he's got a, a muscle strain in his right arm. Um, so he's not gonna he's not gonna make opening day. Uh, I think the plan is I want to say, want to say it's probably a couple weeks to a month after opening day is when he's projected. I know he's I know he's devastated because he it just feels like every time he's on the verge of being back, he's back in rehab, and I know how much he hates that. So I'm not too worried, man. We got we got talent talent to back him up. Uh, Hunter Brown's gonna have to step up at the beginning of the season, which. 
man, I, I love I love Hunter Brown, man. That that, that kid, uh, Justin Verlander, two right there. So let's let's hope let's hope this let's hope uh he actually lives up to that uh to that standard. But I, I'm not I'm not too worried. It does suck that we don't have him right now, but it's spring training, man. Um, it's not like he hasn't missed an opening day before, and we keep making the ALCS and the World Series. So yeah, hey, I mean. Y'all keep doing it. Y'all keep dominating, and that's all you can ask for. I mean, it's good. It's a good time to be a fan of the Astros. Well, you're gonna you're gonna see all these nitpick injuries for all the all the main guys starters throughout the spring training. You know what I'm saying? Got a little right. got a little discomfort. Got to stay. Got to sit out for you know what I'm saying three or four games of the spring training or three or four weeks just to make sure you're ready for opening day. So they like said spring training. I'm not too worried now. If he had came out and been like. I'm done for half the year. Then I'm like, oh, oh crap. You know what I'm saying? But even then, like I said, Hunter Brown, he get, he gets a he gets a chance now. So let's let's see what he does with it. Right. Oh wow, news is kind. Of, I mean, baseball's back. And there's not been much news that we uh, got around. There's a few small things that I saw. I think Luke Voigt signed with the Brewers over the past few days. Okay, okay. So we'll see how that goes. He signed a minor league deal with him. But, I mean, Voight, you know, he's 32 years old. He's a little bit older. You know, he's still still got that potential to hit you 20-plus homers, you know. So maybe if they – I think – I don't know about first base situation because I think they still have Telez, right, Rowdy? Yeah, they have Telez. He's pretty much their main one, but, I mean – I could see him making the team as a DH if they need him against lefties. Yeah, because we know Telez ain't an elite defender over there. Yeah, exactly. He's a – you know, he, he surprises me, man, because I feel like he'd hit more home runs. I feel like he doesn't hit right. enough home runs being just being who he is. Right. So, I mean, Luke Voigt could 100% take that spot, though. He has the talent, too. He, I mean, they're basically the same person. One hits left, one hits right. They both hit tanks. They're not going to give you an elite defensive first base. So, other than that, man, I don't think there's really much, man. It was just a uh, spring no training. It's it just, it's just, just spring training starting, man. That's that's pretty much it. Um, well, I guess uh, we can look at this now, though. What we got? MLB's top 100 players has finally been announced. Oh yeah, we can we can just do a quick rundown. What what let's what do you what do you want to do? You want to want to talk about the top 10, top 20? What do you want to do? I mean, we I'm trying to find the list here. We're gonna pull up the whole list. You are gonna pull up all 100? I'm not gonna talk about the whole 100. I was just thinking about, but I mean, just maybe highlight some things you know that we see and how do we feel. Well, I don't have the list in front of me, so. Me neither, and I'm trying to find it, and it's not going up. That's what I was saying. We just talk about the we can talk about the top ten. You know, what I'm saying do we do we think that's the right top ten? Um, do we think it's the wrong top ten? Is there a player missing from the top ten we believe should be in there? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I mean, that's the question. Let me let me pull up that list, and we'll go over it. Yeah, I got it. I'm getting it to you here. Top 100. I always got to love this because everybody will. (laughs) 
is always talking about it. Did you get it right? Did you get it wrong? All right, I got the top ten. You ready? All right, so number 10, they got uh, Freddie Freeman. What do you think? He was ranked ninth last year. Freddie Freeman, right? Well, let, 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 let me go through the top 10, and you you tell me, you give me a reaction at the end, okay? All right. All right so knock it out. You're in the top 10. Number 10, Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. Number 9, Jordan Alvarez. Number 8, Jose oh. Ramirez. Number 7 is Paul Goldschmidt. We got Nolan Arenado at 6. Manny Machado at five. We got Mookie Betts at four. Mike Trout at three. Uh, we got Aaron Judge at two and Shohei Otani at one. All right. So what do you what do you, what do you think of, all, of the top ten? First of all, first of all, top ten, not bad. I think it's a pretty good top ten, actually. I think they deserve to be top ten. I think all of them guys do. Now. I'm telling you, I'm sorry. I don't. I know he has injury problems. I know, but when he's on the field, Mike Trout is the number one player in baseball. I get that Otani does the hitting and the pitching. We're all big top, on the big thing like that. Top 100 right now. Is that what they're saying? That's that's what it is. It's top 100 right now as we speak. Uh, well, the picture just the picture I'm looking at just says top 100 players. It doesn't say right now, so that's almost why. It's top 100 right now, but no, Mike. I, I agree with you. I well. I agree with you that Mike Trout is the best position player on the field. Yeah, I think he should be ahead of Aaron Judge. Uh, not get after last year. I understand why they put Judge. I mean, sixty bombs. Even though he might, he from what we hear, he might have had a little help. I'm not gonna say it's true, but there there are some rumors out there he might have had a little help at the <laughs> end into that sixty bombs. Uh, I ain't trying to. Ooh, I love it. I ain't, I ain't trying to start start something right now, but. Uh, I understand why they put Aaron Judge at two and Mike Trout at three, even though Mike Trout, even with a little bit, with some injuries last year, still had an amazing season, still had a Mike Trout season. Um, but I understand why Shohei Otani's number one. It's it's hard to deny the fact that this guy is putting uh, below three ERA, uh, you know what I'm saying, all these about 150, 200 strikeouts a year. To he also is batting like two fifty to three hundred with thirty forty bombs every year. It's it's hard to deny that Shohei Otani overall is the number one player in the game. I think another interesting thing is, and the Dodger fans don't hate me, don't hate me. He deserves to be a top ten player. I kind of feel like Mookie Betts is ranked a little high. That's just me. I agree. I don't know if he's number four. I'm sorry. I I would probably have Mookie at <laughs> man. If I would have put Mookie, I, I'd probably put him at six, maybe even seven. Yeah, I think I think Ghostman, Arenado, Machado should all be moved ahead of Mookie. That's well, just me. I think Arenado should be ahead of Machado. That's fair too. And I and and currently right now for ranking right now, I think Ghostman should be ahead of Arenado because he is the reigning MVP. Uh, if if, if it is. If it is top one hundred right now, I, I I don't I don't I don't blame you. If 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 we're gonna go top one hundred right now, uh, it it should be what Shohei first, Aaron Judge second, uh, Paul Goldschmidt third, Mike Trout fourth. Yeah. I would put mm-hmm. Arenado fifth, Machado sixth, Bet seventh. I would go. Who's eight, nine, and ten? Who am I? Oh, I would, I would go. I would go. I would go. Uh, Freddie. 
Jordan. Or no, I'll go Freddie. I'd probably go Freddie, Jordan, and then uh, Ramirez. I, like, yeah. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Jose should be above Freddie or Jordan. Jordan, Jordan's a better defender than most people think. And I don't know why Verlander's not up there. Why is yeah, we only have Cantara. They're thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, we only have two. Pit- we only crazy. have one. We only have one pitcher, and he's not even. He's half half the time a pitcher in the top ten, which is right. insane. I feel like there should be at least maybe one or two pitchers in there. I would probably I would probably put Verlander and uh, Alcantara. Well, I don't know about Alcantara. Yeah, well, I guess if it's right now, Verlander. I think I would knock out Jose Ramirez. Put Verlander at ten. Yeah, I would. I'd probably put Verlander put at Alcantara nine. Okay, nine. You're on at ten. Yep. Then knock Sandy Alcantara eleven, and then just put Jose maybe in the top fifteen somewhere. Yes, I. Th- I think Jose had a great start to the year, but then he kind of kind of went back to normal. Don't get me wrong; he's an he's one of the best third, third basemen there is right now. But I don't feel like he is a top ten player. I just, I just feel like, I mean, as you see with these rule changes, they take offense way too much into consideration, man. It's I feel like I feel like there should be some pitches in the top ten, and Verlander's one of them. Right. I agree. I understand. Agree. But other than that, all right. It's fine. I mean, there's always going to be people going to have their opinions. But. It wasn't a bad top ten. It wasn't like an awful top ten list. Because right. MLB has some some rough lists sometimes, yeah. but that one wasn't that bad. I think your Houston Astros and Mets tied for eight players as the most. Braves, Phillies, and Toronto had seven apiece. Yankees, San Diego, and San Diego had six apiece on the top 100. So those are the top you know, teams with the most players. So pretty fair. It's usually the top teams in the league. Right. All right. Look, I guess it's time. We're moving on. Are we ready to get into our uh, next top fives? I think it is. I think it's time to get ready oh. to get into the next I, top five. I'm first this week, huh? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep switching it up. You are not. Not going to make me go first this time. <laughs> okay, okay. So we starting off. We're going to second baseman first. We are starting off right now. About to do your top, top five second baseman in the league right now. Top five second baseman. I don't know why my mind went blank for a second there, but you are correct. Top five second baseman. All right, let me know as of right now. Okay, you ready? We're gonna we're gonna push this down as of right now. So if we say something, you're like, oh, this don't sound right. It's okay. Blah Look. blah blah. Let's go. <laughs> blah blah blah. It's okay. We're gonna. You know we're going. We're obviously going to have some players in here, and and today I think looking at second baseman, I just want to go ahead and say this for my list before I know I'm not going first, but I'm going to get it out there. Looking at second baseman, and today you're gonna you're gonna notice that I took something else very important into my decision making, and but I'll explain all that when we get there. So go ahead, your top five second baseman right now. Obviously starting off with your honorable mentions. All right, Take you it. ready? Let's go. Honorable Ooh. mentions, I got. So my first honorable mention at second base is a Cardinals second baseman, Tommy Edmond. Okay. I, I well, he's. I don't think he's going to be the second baseman uh, cut this coming up year. But as of last year, he was their second baseman. Um, they got a they got a good prospect out there in Brendan Donovan coming up. So they might move. Tommy Edmond's got some uh, versatility, so he's probably going to. I would assume he's going to move to the outfield. Um, but I got Tommy Edmond. Um, He's a uh, he's 
you know, old school second base, you know what I'm saying? Hits for average, got a little bit of pop, um, bats well from both sides, pretty good switch hitter. Um, his defense was a, a – I, I took a look at some of his de- defense statistics, and they were a little lax. I, I thought he was a little bit better defender. He's not, so that's why he didn't get all the way to my top five. But I got Tommy Edmond as my first uh, honorable mention. Okay. Well, I- my second honorable mention might might uh, turn some heads because he uh, he was actually the batting champ last year in the AL. It's uh, Luis Arias. He's not, uh, he's not with the Twins anymore. He's uh, – He's in what Miami? Yeah, they tried. Yeah, yeah, he's in. But uh, Luis Arias, I mean, what can you say? He won a he won a batting title last year. Um, he's very uh, he's very uh, he's a he plays a good defensive first base or second base. Um, hits for average. I mean, obviously, you win a batting title, you obviously hit for average. Um, could definitely use a lot more pop. Um, and he's not. I feel like I feel like. I feel like if he can increase his defense, he'd probably be in the top five. Um, like I said, like the the big thing with my honorable mentions is they were all three were kind of were kind of lax defensively. So that's that's kind of why the three in my honorable mentions are where they're at. So got Luis Arias as my other honorable mention, and then my last honorable mention is Glaber Torres. Yes, I put a Yankee. Don't 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 look into it too hard. Uh, I put Glaber Torres. The dude had a extreme bounce back year at the plate. Uh, it felt like he was a lot more comfortable playing the second base position rather than a shortstop. His defense is still not where it needs to be. Um, still struggles over there. Still commits way too many errors in my book. Uh, it's not 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 good enough second base. But uh, I mean, when he's on offensively, dude's is, dude's got as much pop as the next person. So I got Glaber Torres in my last honorable mention. All right, you ready for the top five? Hit me with it. Let's All go. All right, number five, I got Jake Cronenworth. The Crone Zone. So Jake Cronenworth, I feel the reason why he made my top five over some of these other guys is he's great at he's good at the plate, but he's he's elite at second base when it comes to defense. He's one of the better defensive second basemen in the game right now. Um, he hits well enough, uh, you know what I'm saying, to to be to be considered a top 10 second baseman offensively. Uh, so I, I put Jake, Jake Cronenworth, Crone Zone, over there at second, uh, over in number five. So uh, let's, let's move on to number four. Number four, he had a very awful start to last season coming off the season he had the year before. But. It's hard to leave Marcus Simeon out of my top five because when he is on, you've seen what he does. He hits over 40 bombs, drives in 100 ribbies, can steal some bases, plays a plays a good enough second base defensively. So I, I put Marcus Simeon at number four. All right, top three. I got number three, Jeff McNeil. It was hard. It was hard, my number three and number two, who was I? how I was going to flip flop them, but I got Jeff McNeil at number three. Um, he was third in OPS, uh, was second in WRC plus he was third in war. Um, he was w- one of the better defensive second basemen in the game. He batted three twenty six on the year. Doesn't have a lot of pop necessarily, but he's still, I feel like he's still one of the best second basemen in the game right now. I know how much you love the Mets. 
<laughs> At number two, I got Andres Jimenez from the Guardians. Dude was probably the best fielding second baseman in the game. Period. There's there's just there I looked at all the defensive metrics, DRS, defensive run saves, out above outs above average. Um, the only reason why he wasn't at the top of uh defensive run saves was because there was a Jonathan Scope had a weird year. He had a weirdly good defensive year, which is insane. Because you look at Jonathan Scope, he's not he's not good defensively. The there's just it was one of them outlier statistics. It was wild, but I Anderson Menez I got as probably the best second baseman uh fielding wise. Um offensively, he was second in war, third in WRC plus, he was top five in OPS. Um he had a great year, man. Earned his earned his all star bid. He's definitely a definitely bright future for the Guardians out there. So mm-hmm. the number one wasn't even a question. It's Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve is the best second baseman in the game right now. I don't care what anybody says. Y'all everybody can talk, talk all they want. Dude left second baseman in OPS with a 921 OPS, had a 164 WRC plus, led led all second baseman, led all second baseman with a 6.6 war. Almost hit 30 bombs, scored 100 runs. That's what you want out of your leadoff hitter. Stolen bases are always they keep they're a little up from the year before, but they're not as high as they used to be. But Jose Altuve is the best second baseman in this league. I'm sorry, there's no question about it. Y'all can say, oh, he's a homer. Why? Why would you? It's it. Look at the stats. Can't deny the stats. He's the best second baseman in the league. That's my top five. All right, all right, I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. All right, now on to mine. Starting with my honorable mentions. I have an honorable mention. I'm willing to start off because you had him as your number five, but I had him as my honorable mention. Is Jake Cronenworth. Uh, I think Cronenworth can be a top five when he's playing, when he's doing good. I just feel like, you know me, big average guy. And that average this year was lower. It's 239. He wasn't – I feel like he – one thing I did like, though, he walked 70 times this year, which I thought was a lot for him. So I did like his own base percentage. But like you said, he can make top five, but I felt like, you know, right now he's he's my number six. If I had to pick a number six, let's get it out of the way. Jack Cornworth is right there. Um. Coming up next, some honorable mentions is a guy you had, and that's Glaber Torres. I think you're right on that. Glaber, I definitely think he had a good year. You know, he hit 24 bombs this year and a two, had a 257 average. His own base percentage and his slugging and stuff was a little low for me, more than I like to see. You know, and he struck out a lot, 129, 129 times. That's a lot of times to strike out. So in 140 games that he played, so he literally was close to striking out almost at, at each time he played, you know, each game he played. So Clever Torres, I like there. My final honorable mention is got to be, I still got to give it to Whit Merrifield. I think Whit Merrifield kind of, he's slacking off. You know, he had a weird season. He hit 250. He had 11 home runs, 58 RBIs. Uh, his OPS and his slugging was down this year. But, you know, with Merrifield, I like him. 
I think when Merrifield can be an all-star caliber second baseman now, he's currently with Toronto right now. So that's kind of a weird thing for me. We'll see what happens there. But for right now, I'm going to leave him as an honorable mention. Getting into my top five, I think this was the top five, five and four for me were a little, little hard. And it was all, actually this whole top five list was hard. I kind of knew who I wanted to put where I wanted to put, but then I kind of was like, well, this guy could be five. This guy could be four. And I think a surprise guy, I think I'm going to put it four this year is Brendan Rock. Uh, five is Brendan Rogers of the Colorado Rockies. Okay. Got to see it. Uh, I mean, he had, a, he had, a, he kind of, he, he was another silent, just kind of year. I mean, hit 266, you know, hit 13 bombs, not in 63 RBIs. He, uh, you know, he had 140 hits, which was a good year for him. And I think he's a prospect that I think the Colorado Rockies are expecting to, you know, break out. And I think, you know, at first we was looking at him like, ah, oh, he might be all right. We'll see how he does you know, in his past years and what he's done. But I think this year he kind of showed that he has potential to be there, you know, and I hope that he becomes a breakout star for the Colorado Rockies because when you think about it, second base, I mean, like you said, you have your Altuve's, you have Jimenez, and you have Jack Vanille, and, you know, and my boy, I'll go give a shout out to my boy Ozzy when he's healthy. You know, you have these second basemen, but, you know, I don't feel like second base is a really position with a bunch of stars right now. You know what I mean? Am I am I wrong to say that? So I'm hoping to see more stars break it's out. Probably, and I'm hoping Cronin probably got the least amount. I mean, I'm sorry, Rogers. Yeah, you know, it's not a position that you really see get talked about. You know, and last year he had a good year. I mean, last year if you look at his year. He he played 102 games. He batted 284. He had you know knocked in. Uh, had two more home runs, had less RBIs, but I mean, he he's showing signs that he's ready to play. And I think he right now, I think he is a top five, just barely at the five. Like I said, him and Cronenworth kind of fight each other for that fifth spot for me. But I gave it to Brandon Rogers this year just because I'm a little bit more on the average guy. Hate me for that, whatever, old school, bite my head off. I don't care. Number four, I got to put Marcus Simeon. Uh, Marcus Simeon, one reason why Marcus Simeon is because my biggest thing with him is, like you said, he had a slow start to the season. But my biggest thing is, look at that. If you look at his games played, he played 161 games. He almost played every game this year. I'm big on being staying healthy. I'm big on players who want to get in the lineup. I'm big who's like, hey, coach, I don't need a day off. Let me play. Let me try to do my best to contribute to the team. And I know what you're saying. It could hurt him. Maybe if he played less games, his average might have been up a little more. Obviously that. I mean, he only batted 248, but he still hit 26 bombs. Man, 26 bombs and not in 83 runs. I'm, 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 I mean, I think Texas, you know, and him, Simeon's got a good second baseman, and I think he is always going to be a consistent top five, and I actually believe he's going to have a bounce back year. He could be top two next year. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I don't know if it's going to happen. But I feel like Marcus Simeon is going to have a bounce back. Stick here. with your guess, man. Go for it. Number say, say he's going to be top two. Don't three. don't beat around the bush. Say he's going to be top two. I, I, I think he's going to be top two. He possibly might be number one. Oh, I said it. All right. All right. It's over. All right. We're not going to get into that. You better right calm now. down right with that now, number one, Bush. Currently, 
All right. Well, you, you'll be okay. Just let me finish. I'll let you speak. Let me speak. Here we go. <laughs> Number three. This is where I think you, we agreed on. And it was hard. It was hard. I had Jeff McNeil right there, but I put him at number three. I think it's because of the home runs. He hit the average like I like. The OBP was great, 382. Slug 830. I mean, OPS of 836. Had everything I like to look at. Is this Jeff McNeil's? He's a contact hitter. He's not, he's not going to give you, he's not going to knock in the home runs. He had nine. Didn't even reach double digits this year. But what he is going to do is he's going to make contact. 148 games only struck out 61 times. He's going to put the ball in play, and I think that's very valuable for a team. And you know what they say, put put a ball in play, good things will happen. You know what I mean? It can happen. So I like Jeff McNeil. Unfortunately, he's a Met. I hate that about him, but that's just, you know, that's the unfortunate part he has to hit against my Braves all, every year. But you know what? I got to give respect where respect to do, and Jeff Menil's definitely earned that. And number two, Andre Zimenez, like you said, I think he's a uh, he's the best second baseman behind, obviously the number one when we get to him. But yeah, he he hit two ninety seven, a three seventy one OBP, eight thirty seven slugging. Just a little bit better than Jeff McNeil, but the one thing is, another thing, like I said, is he hit the home runs. He had 17 home runs, and he struck out a lot more. He's not making contact like Jeff McNeil is. I mean, 112 strikeouts I don't like to see, but also stole 20 stolen bases on, and he only got caught three times. So, you know, he's got a little speed. He's going to turn his singles into doubles when he can. So that's always nice to see. And then, obviously, number one, we got to give it to Jose Altuve. I agree. He's still the best second baseman in baseball. He hit 28 home runs this year, stole 18 bases himself, Had only got caught stealing once, hit right on the dot at 300, had the OBP of 387, had the high slugging and OPS at 533 and 920, respectfully. I mean, pretty much leg all second baseman in, mo- in pretty much every category. And when you do that and you stay consistent and you play defense like he can, boom, you're going to be the best second baseman. So don't worry about your biased opinion. If anybody wants to say that, I'll back you up on it. I mean, what's the bias? It's just, you just, you know, it ain't, he, 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 I mean, he does, I guess, choose what jersey he puts on, but you know what I mean? He's in Houston right now. That's just where he is. He's going to do this anywhere he goes. That's where he's going to retire. Yeah. Jose Altuve. Is the number one <laughs> okay? Is the number one second baseman? And uh, we lied or what? What did we, we lie about? Did, did we? Did we? Did we think Amenez got no, traded? I said Arias. Okay, I've never, Arias never okay. Said, I just want to make sure I we didn't say Amenez. Is he still with the Guardians? I just, I, I know I got confused there for a minute when I was reading things. Sorry, don't you, bad. Just want to make don't sure. Don't call didn't. me a liar. I was just making sure we didn't get something messed up as a as a whole. It's all good. Okay? It's all good. So it's all sure. good. It's a because yeah. I do get a Menez and Arise mixed up a little bit. Cleveland, Minnesota, same division, same colors. You know they're all there. Good. We had the same what <laughs> top four. But anyway, yeah, we had the same. Top oh, yeah. I almost had Marcus Simeon at yeah. four. Yeah. I went at five, and Brandon Rogers at four. At two sixty six feels way low for playing in Colorado. 
13 home runs feels way low for playing in Colorado, but he only played 137 games. I feel like there's so. some better second baseman out there, but it's your list, man. That's what you believe. I, I'm good for you. I like to give, I give love to the little people. Leave me alone. <laughs> if you haven't learned from this list, I've been giving, giving love Foggy. to little people. I didn't even put Ozzy anywhere on my list. I, and am, that was hard. I was surprised. I was ready for Ozzy to be number four, number three. I was like, he's probably going to get him in the top five somehow. No. He, I can't. He was hurt. I have to go with yeah, what he was. You. He was hurt. That was, that was a nice little list. All right. I mean, he's still top ten, but <laughs> I mean, he was hurt. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready for the ready to move on to the shortstops? The double play combo. Who 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 we got? All right, let's start with the let's let's start with some honorable mentions at shortstop. I got three of them, like always. Same old, same old. My first one is Willie Adamas. It was hard okay. to keep Willie Adamas out of the top five. I I put another guy in the top five that I feel like if you swap them, they I, f- I feel like it could be either one of them at number five. But I got Willie Adamas at number five, or uh, honorable mention. Um, dude found a home in Milwaukee. It's 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 where he's needed. It's where he's it's where he's playing. It's where he's being elite. Um, dude's crazy offensively. He's got one of the stronger arms in the game right now from the shortstop position. Uh, Willie Adamas, man, I got as my first honorable mention. My second one, also another guy that. Easily could have made my top five. I got Corey Seager. Corey Seager, the what was he making? Almost what's he making? Like three hundred mil a year right now, over there in Texas. Um, I got Corey Seager as my next honorable mention. Like like Adamas, they're both offensively probably some of the better shortstops in the game. Shortstop's just a deep position offensively, though. There is so much talent at that position right now. And there's a, there's a lot of prospects coming up that are, that are going to start pushing some of these guys, mm-hmm. but Corey Seager, I got it. I got it as my next honorable mention. Like I said, I feel like my number five, Corey Seager and William Adamas could easily swap. Like I could have put either one of my number five and the, those two at number five. And I feel like there shouldn't be an issue. And then my last honorable mention, okay. he had a pretty good, a uh, pretty good rookie season. Jeremy Pena. There he goes. I got him at honorable mention. I didn't put him in my top five. And the reason why I didn't put him in my top five is because if you look at his season, his regular season, he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the game right now. Um, There's no denying that. He said he had a little bit of a rough year just trying to find a spot in the lineup uh, to put him at at first. Uh, Eventually, when uh, Dusty started putting him in that two hole, he started a Started uh, coming out offensively. He ended up batting 290 in the two hole. I think he had thir- I think he had 13 bombs from the two hole. So I think he finally found his spot in the lineup. And uh, what a breakout rookie year, though. I mean, I I had to put him at honorable mention because if if you win the ALCS MVP and the World Series MVP, MVP, I feel like you should be on a list. I feel like I don't know why you would keep him off mm-hmm. a list. So I didn't put him in my top five. Sure. I didn't go that far because, like I said, when it comes to regular season, he had a decent regular season. I feel like the uh, the other guys had much better regular seasons. But strictly off his postseason alone, he made my list. And I'm I'm still looking forward to this year for him to keep it up. I, I feel like he has the potential he could be a 30-30 guy, maybe even 
maybe even 30, 40. It's got speed. Okay. Um, and number five, now Cub, I got Dansby Swanson. Put Dansby at number five. He's one of the better defensive shortstops in the game. Um, offensively, he, he stacks up with, with the rest of them. Like I said, I feel like you can swap Dansby, Corey Seager, and Willie Adamas, and it's easy. One of them's number five. It's <laughs> I put Dansby up there because I feel like he had a little bit better season offensively, and he's definitely a better defender than both both those other two. But uh, I got Dansby Swanson at number five. Number four, I got Francisco Lindor. Met fans, don't don't come after my head. I feel like the other three on my list are much better. Um, dude, he went crazy. What him and a uh, Pete Alonso were the best run producing duo in the league last year. Period. Um, he had that rough first year. Everybody was like, "Why would you spend this kind of money?" Obviously, he's not doing anything. Uh, he's not good enough, you know. What I'm saying to, or he's he's not playing at the standard he needs to play. But I feel like last season he finally made that step, and he's back to the Francisco of old. Um, so I got him at number four. At number three, I got the new Padre in Xander Bogarts. I feel like I feel like this man gets too much hate defensively like they they talk too much about how poorly he is defensively but i looked at his defensive stats he's not as bad as everybody makes it out to see he's 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 actually a pretty decent fielder um and offensively he's what he's i think he's he might even be one of the best he might even be this i probably have him uh, it's hard to put him over number two and one but at number three offensively i mean he hits for power hits for average um, it's going to be a new year though, new team. So we'll see how, how he adjusts. Um, of course I, I do think he'll stay at shortstop. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to move Tatis. I don't think they're going to move Bogarts. Um, but I got Bogarts at number three, man. Number two, another guy who changed teams now in a, now in Philadelphia, I got Trey Turner. Ooh, Trey Turner hits for average. Hits for pop, crazy <laughs> speed. Uh, he's it's one of the best shortstops in the game right now. Period. Like he's one of the best players in the game right now. Um, it's it's crazy that Philadelphia added <laughs> added his bat to their already stacked lineup. Um, but yeah, Trey Turner, I got at number two. I feel like I feel like Trey Turner and Zando Bargos they might be able to switch, but I I, I think I, I think Trey Turner because he's a little better defensively. Um, number one, Carlos Correa. I know, I know I'm supposed to hate the guy, but I can't, I can't hate him. Cause he is, he's still, I still feel the best shortstop in the game. Um, if he doesn't get injured last year, um, he leads practically every offensive category and for shortstops period. Uh, dude had the best OPS. Um, the only reason why his war wasn't up there cause he missed time. Uh, Hit for power, he hits for power all the time. Over twenty bombs, it's just, it's wild. He he's still he's he's still one of the best shortstops. No, he's still the best shortstop in the game right now. I feel um, it sucks sucks that he left, but Jeremy Pena is filling on filling that role pretty well. But I, I got Carlos Correa number one, so that's my, that's my top five. All right. All right. Well, here we go. Let's uh. 
let's get it on. All right. I'm I'm very excited to talk about my list now because I think we finally are going to have some differences. Oh dang! Which which little person yeah, did you, you put in now? But but we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't know. You forgot about something that's not a little person. I forgot you about somebody. Oh yeah, I think you forgot about somebody really hard, and I think there's some fans right now. But we'll get to it. I'll get to when I get there. Starting off honorable mentions. 100%. When I get there. Okay. Yeah, my time I'm trying to, to figure it out now. You got, my, you got my head spinning over. Who the hell did I forget? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to blow your mind when I get go there. Ahead. Here we go. So my starting off of my honorable mentions, I'm going to go ahead and just run through them real quick because you done pretty much talked about them. We had two of the same. Corey Seager and your boy Pena. You know, it's rookie year. World Series MVP, NLCS MVP, I mean, ALCS MVP. Um, great, great honors to have for your rookie year. Rookie year. Let's see what happens. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So, yeah, Jeremy Pinion, good. Corey Seager, definitely. Here's where we're going to go ahead and be different. I got Francisco Lindor on the outside looking in. Six, number six. No Mets fan, it ain't because I don't like the Mets, and I put him, didn't put him there. I mean, come on, I've showed love to Pete Alonzo and Jeff McNeil already in this list, and Justin Verlander, who now is on your Mets team. So I haven't just hated any on any team that I don't like, but right now, from where it stands, Francisco Lindor is on my outside looking in, and that's because at number five, I put Dansby Swanson himself. I put Dansby Swanson in my number five, like you said, Good defensive shortstop, good offensive player and when it comes to the bat. Can be clutch in moments. I mean, I watched him as a Braves be clutch. I mean, that 2020 World Series, he was he was part of the clutch moments. And like you said, his defense. And once again, another thing I like to say, he played 162 games for the Braves last year. And that's staying healthy. That's being on the field every game. And I think that I really value that. Don't get me wrong, Francisco Lord 161. I'll give you that. But right now, Francisco Lindor is starting to make his way back up to my top five, like you said. He started to show last year. Once again, he's he's the top shortstop in the game. But right now, he's still at six, then be at five. Here's where I here's where somebody you forgot. Where's Bo Bichette oh, at, I, I didn't like his stats. I didn't think he did, did well enough. I, I, didn't, I didn't miss him. 24 home runs, 93 RBIs, 290 average. He didn't do good, good enough, enough defensively you? to be up there. Oh, so you're so you're okay. So defense like is what Bo you're Bichette, looking at, man. Right I, I don't wrong. I still I think he's a top ten at the position, but I didn't have him in my top eight. Period. I didn't. I, I didn't miss I him. Know. I looked at Bo him. Bichette. There, there was no miss. I did look. We live in an offensive side of the game right now, and Bo Bichette, Yes, he may not be the best defensively, but he's not the worst defensively. And for this past two seasons, he's played. 298 average last year, 29 home runs, 102 RBIs. This year, a 290 average. Same amount of games, 159. Same 24 home runs, 93 RBIs. He strikes out a lot that I don't like. That's one thing I don't like about him. Is he I mean, strikes I, out I, a lot. I think of, I mean, he, he, I, he might, he might tie with Corey Seager and William Domus sure and, and Dansby. Uh, you just I forgot about it. it. I saw this shit me. on my list. So I didn't put him on there. But anyway, number four. He's not top three, but right now I think he's number four, just because of the offensive numbers. And we live in a world where 
Are uh, we talking about I don't it? Like it. We I don't like his hair. Offense. That's why. <laughs> oh, it's his hair. Right, that's it. <laughs> All right. Here's where we're going to get a little controversy. A little controversy. Number three, Carlos Correa. He's not the best shortstop right now, in my Yikes. opinion. One reason why, one reason why I Doesn't don't play think enough. he's the best shortstop is I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried about him. We had two teams sign him and say, eh, I don't know about that. That makes me worried. Is he going to be able to stay healthy now? I don't know. I don't know about health, but when he's on, you know the field, I mean? he's the best. When he's on the field, he, he can perform. You're correct. But right now, it makes me kind of nervous that two teams were so rejected by his physicals. Two playoff contending teams, almost World Series, you know, contending teams, were like, nah, I don't think we're going to pass. He played. He played a hundred, almost I mean, one hundred forty games last year. It's not terrible. Man, you played one hundred and thirty-six games. It's not terrible. But right now, what did that? What did those doctors or those team physicals unveil? I don't think we got the full details. And obviously, he went back to Minnesota because he has that option yeah, with that contract. But yeah, well, yeah, he did sign it. When you're correct. But I mean, it's just I'm just it's your, it's your list. We disagree. You know, that's it. But I'm right. Well, you disagree. Yeah, okay. But anyway, number two, Xander Bogarts. I got Xander Bogarts at number two. I've always enjoyed Xander Bogarts. I think he's just a very, very just low-key. I mean, not underrated, but I just feel like he's just one of those players that's consistent for you. He's going to hit for average. He's going to get on base. He can show some pop at some times. Only 15 home runs this year, but I feel like he can be a 20 guy, 20 home run guy or more if he really wanted to. Moving to San Diego, that might hurt him a little bit. San Diego's a pretty much a pitcher's park, in my opinion. But, you know, but we'll see what he can do. Uh, and I like Xander Bogarts. Another thing is he played 150 games, and that's pretty good for me. I think if you play, if you get 145 or more now nowadays game, I feel like you're, you're doing the most like you feel like you picked that number just to spite Correa? Yeah, you just like throw a random 145 out there. Correct. Oh he, he got 136. That's 10, 10 below. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people, 161s, 162. A lot of good players. I mean, they're consistently on the field. It's your, it's your I'm list. I'm just worried your, about your his list. health do, right now. Do your list. Is, it's all is that, is that, Can I be worried about a man's health? I'm not saying he's not a good shortstop. He is. And number one, Trey Turner. I think right now Trey Turner is the best shortstop in baseball. He's got the speed. He hits for power. He's for average. He's got the defense. I mean, he he can play multiple. He can play center field if he wants to. Unfortunately, he's going to the Phillies. He's going to come back and kill the Braves again. That sucks. But right now, in my opinion, overall, Trey Turner is the best shortstop in the game. And that's my top five. It's, It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But I, I, the only issue I had was the fact that you thought I forgot about Bobachet. I looked at Bobachet. I, I just didn't put him up. Put him up there. I know, and I'm, I'm surprised. I don't know why. It's because of the hair, man. I'm telling you. I feel, I feel like, I feel like I too feel much like, flow. I didn't, I didn't. I really now see how much you. No, I really see how much you take more into defense, and I think short, that's, short that's stops fair. your defensive captain. I mean, that's fair. One of the you're, most you're right. one of, one of the fair. most overrated defensive oh. players in the in ever is freaking Jeter. Right. 
I mean, okay, let's not get started on that now. is one of the best shortstops to ever play the game, but defensively, he was not good. Oh, no, I agree with you. He's not defensively good. He was, he was clutch. I'll give it that. Yeah. Still earned, I mean, his, earned his spot. I I really thought you took offense more into consideration. That's one of the ones I was. I do. I mean, I, like I said, I I didn't I didn't ignore Bobashev, but he'd probably be sitting there at what I have I have eight on this. He'd probably be sitting there at nine, eight. Actually, right. I mean, I could see why you'd put him over the people you put him over, but that's it's my list, man. And it's your list. Yeah. yeah okay. That's fine. You want to recap these lists? All right. Yeah, go so ahead. Second base, I had, second base, I had Jake Cronenworth at number five, five, Marcus Simeon at number four, Jeff McNeil at number mm-hmm. three, Andres Jimenez at number two, and Jose Altuve number one. And I had Simeon at five, Brendan Rogers at four, McNeil at three, Jimenez at two, and Altuve Short stops, I had Dansby Swanson at five, Francisco Lindor at four, Xander Bogarts at three, Trey Turner at two, and Carlos Correa as the best shortstop in the game. And my list was Swanson at five, Bichette at four, Correa at three, Bogarts at two, and the best shortstop. Oh, we just going to jab each other with this one, huh? <laughs> wasn't wasn't you terrible list. It was pretty good. Ah, ah, Next week, what ah. we got? Third base and left field? Third Sounds base and left good. Field Are we doing a uh, – well, we'll go, we'll go into it later on. But I was wondering if we are going to do a DH. Well, not well because we I'm trying to. I'm trying to. We did have figure out. Well, I guess you could technically put them for both, but we'll see. Yeah, okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure okay. it out. We'll look into that. Um, What's up? We gonna we gonna do another game today? Yeah, right. yeah, we're gonna do another game. Oh, lovely! All right. Game what game am I doing today? Well, wow. Mister Astros fan, how you? Are you really about to do a sporkle quiz on my Astros? No, I'm not about to do a sporkle quiz on your Okay, I was like... (laughs) I was about to say, you're going to make me look bad because it's going to ask some old questions. (laughs) Oh, no, not that. Don't do that to me. No, we're going to actually see how well you know... How well... Do you know you Houston? How are we doing Astros? it? What am I doing? How would you know Houston Astros history? Okay, that's, go that's ahead. I'm gonna put out a few stats here. This is career leaders for Houston Astros overall. So think about that. This isn't just single season. This is career leaders. Oh, for certain statistics, for, and I got to guess. For certain okay. statistics, and you got to guess. Should be fun. Starting off, who is the career batting record holder for average for career. Yeah. Who, who played, who has the highest average career wise when they played for the Astros? I really don't think you're going to get this one. Cause I didn't. Okay. Then it's obviously not Altuve. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, who is it? Uh, it's not, it's not Biggio. Biggio didn't hit well, too well for average. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Is it a really out there name? 
it's a guy who played with y'all not for too play? long. He played just like three years for y'all. What the? F- I'm the- okay, this is good. three years. I'm just going. He only on played the three years. Can I? Much. Can I at least get the years he played? Or from 1998 Crap, to 2001. That doesn't help me. <laughs> and the record is 331. I'll give you that. That's what three years from 98 is. to... I didn't even know he played for y'all. What the... F- who is this? Uh, he holds up for us. That's what's crazy. I, I hate that you didn't. Yeah, he holds the old average record. I thought we were going to do like totals. Because average is harder. It's all good. Uh, 1998 to 2001. He also leg and slugging OBP for y'all, too. This doesn't help me at all. It's crazy. No, I feel like Moises Alou played too long for us. Because I'm pretty sure Alou played more than three years. I I don't know. Moises... Is it a Lou? Sure. Is that your final answer? Oh, crap. Hey, nice. You're correct. <laughs> he Lou. I didn't even think he was going to pull him out. And then you said his name, and I was sitting there going, oh, my God, he thinks he plays longer. I was like, oh, he's nice. going to go All away right, cool. for a bit. Got one. All right. Here we go. Okay. This is a lot of records. You ready for this? This is total games played. He He leads. Played appearances, at-bats, run scored, hit, singles, doubles. That's it. <laughs> Come on, man. That's my Biggio. favorite player all time. <laughs> Who leads an all-time triples Ooh, with 80? Holy. Yeah, 80 triples. Played from 1975 to 1987. Oh, is it a uh, freak? Freak. 75, is it? Is it, is it Jimmy Wynn? Or is it no? Is that your final answer? Or is it Cesar? No, it's got to be Jimmy Wynn. Is it? Is it Jimmy Wynn? Furman's. Who is it? No. Oh, Jose that hurts. Cruz. I've met Jose Cruz. Oh, that hurts a lot. Oh, you've met the man. <laughs> oh, that one hurts. All right. Hooli. Wait, right. Who leads your Astros in all time Jeff Bagwell. runs? Okay. All right. Who leads in extra base hits and total bases? Hmm. Hmm. Is it still Jeff Bagwell? Or is it? It's is it Jeff? It's still Jeff. It's, oh, it's Biggio. No, he has like six. He had like six hundred doubles. <laughs> Who leads and runs batted in and that's base gotta on be, balls? That's got to be Bagwell. Yes, that is Bagwell. Now, who leads with all time stolen? Who leads all time stolen, stolen bases? bases? Yes, four eighty-seven. Nope. No, Sedano. That's Cesar. Freak. Yeah. You were talking about him with the triples, but he got the okay. He got the stolen. I knew he was fast. (laughs) Biggio played so long; it's hard to not put him on any of the lists. Crap! Okay, go ahead. Who owns the all-time earned run average with two point two nine? 
I'll give you another average one. Wait. Did he didn't he just leave? <laughs> I don't know. Who, who is he that? Justin Verlander? <laughs> it's Justin Verlander. <laughs> All right. Who has all time wins with 144? Man. Played back from 1975 to 85. J.R. Richard? No. Oh, freaking Nico. I forgot about Nico. Yeah. 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 All right. Richard was there. Here we go. Who's your all time saving leader? Okay, that's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Who leads all-time strikeouts? All right, we're getting getting, getting easy. Anything else that looks like it's worth doing for pitch? <laughs> pitcher's kind of weird. It's it's hard to do. It's hard right, to do like run, run average and average because it's it's if if they play I like two or three seasons and they only and they hit well for those two three seasons, then yeah. they're on the list, even though they didn't play. I did. I don't. The Moises Alou was wild. I didn't think I would get that one. Right, right. I just thought I'd throw that in there. You threw the little random player at me. I said, "Well, we'll test test the crap out of you next week, man." We're about to get some brave knowledge up in here. Oh, I love it. Do a sporkle quiz. Do it right now. We can do it quick. (laughs) Are you going to sporkle with me? I ain't doing all that. Let's let's do a raise one real quick. I got you. Do the Braves one. Hit me, hit me something with Braves real quick. We're, we, we use around about an hour and 15. We're well, an hour and nine. Let's go. If, just like me, it's probably going to be Chipper Jones for freaking most of these. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> actually, you'd be surprised. You'd actually be I mean, surprised. I mean, y'all had some good, y'all had some good players. I mean, Hank, oh, Hank Aaron, duh. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even going to give you the home runs one. You'd That's an easy be... one. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna run, do uh, three, three. No way you get this. <laughs> all time, all time batting all average. Right, what we got? All time batting average. Hmm. <laughs> there's, there's, if you get this right, freaking props. Bat at three thirty nine. Mm. I bet he played like the yeah, 1900s. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I mean, that's just usually when you got a franchise as long as the Braves, you know. <laughs> oh, no. My <sighs> bad. 1800s. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, here. Let's do this. Let's do this. If you can guess... <laughs> No, that's too easy. Dude, all your guys that are on this list outside of like three of them are from like the 18 to 1900, early eight, late 1800s, early 1900s. Go for it. Go for it. Just take a guess. This list before, you know, back in the day. Y'all were in Boston at the time. I'll give you that. I figured that. Um, is it what's his name? I had the nick. I don't know if it's a nickname, but it's a name. It was a. Is it Rabbit Mar Mar? No, nope. Billy Hamilton. That name before for something. Oh, hey, Boston Bean Eaters. 
I'm not, okay. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean our franchise has been around for a long time. All right, time, who? So okay, here let's do this one. Not giving you number one. Who's number two in all-time home runs? Yeah, who's number two? Number one's easy. We all know it's Hank Aaron. Who's number two? It's Hank Aaron. Yeah. What's this? Oh. Is this counting Ruth? Can't count Ruth, right? He no, he wouldn't be in there because he only played one year for y'all. It's total. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you're right. Who's number two? I want to say you are correct. Four ninety three. He hit. Oh, he hit twenty five cool. more than uh, Chipper. Yes, yeah, so, and then it would be Chipper, and then probably. Yep, you're correct. Dale next. All right, let's. See if I can find a random one. Dude. I hate this. It's it's too it's it's too it's too easy. Okay. Who leads the Braves in total triples? A hundred and three. Yep, rabbit. That's rabbit, right? <laughs> that's where I heard his name before. I was like, man, I know there's a guy that leads in something that's got a funny name. Alright, last one. Last one for office. Who has too. the most stolen bases in Braves history? Okay. 433. Oh. Oh, Herman Long. Alright, let's go to pitching. Alright. ERA leader. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this? You know who you're. Oh no, no, hold on, no, 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 my bad, my bad. That's not all time. That was 2023. Let me, let me. Okay, let me. Just, okay, no, yeah, two point one. Yep, a two point one. That is a good what question. I don't know playing? who this is. He debuted in eighteen seventy one. He played for y'all uh, for two years, it looks like. Al Spalding. I'm not even going to even try. Al Spalding. That is. I've never even heard of that. That is funny. Okay. This one shouldn't be bad. I can get it to pull up. Um. Game started as a pitcher. Braves game started. Mm. I'm not helping you with anything on this one. I'll forget Warren's you. Falling. Screw you. <laughs> All right. Greatest Let's do the last two. Saves and then strikeouts. You want to know why I know it's probably Warren Spawn, though? Because I think he leads in all times in his pitch. Saves or strikeouts? That's why I threw that out so, Let's there. do saves. Mm-hmm. Saves? Leading saves for the Braves. Did Camera Is that get a question or an answer? He left? Or was it Smokesy? Smokesy saved a lot of games, too. What's your guess? Because he was a starter and a pitcher. 
then you also have people back in the day like Bruce Souter too. You are correct. Oh, camera. And then strikeouts. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's John Smoltz. Yours is way too easy, man. <laughs> Hank Aaron practically led every freaking category there was. All right, man. That I, I'm not. I'm never. I'm never giving you Braves trivia again. I'm gonna go back to my. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I don't know everything. I didn't know who the heck Al. Nobody knows what who Al Spalding is. All right. And then whoever the the average leader was, what was his I name? Tommy I even, Bond I or what was that guy's name? Whatever. Oh, it's anyway. Billy Hamilton. That was a good episode, buddy. It was a good episode, man. Billy Hamilton. Yeah, he. he not, not, Hamilton, not, not that Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. I told you, eighteen hundred. He played for us one year. He did play for was us. Was that Billy Hamilton? Yeah, but he didn't really play much. I know, I know, I know. We got just pinch right, runner Billy. Hamilton. That was fun, brother. Another, <laughs> another good podcast. That was great. Another good podcast. We want to thank all y'all for sitting down and listening. We got the word <laughs> right. Tell people, hey, thanks for watching. I'm a Twitch streamer. Are you, though? Are you? Uh, you're, you're an affiliate. I give you that. I need the, I'm getting back into it. We're getting back into it. It'll be the show 23. Right, We're going to get back on the man. We'll talk next week, brother. But then get more into the spring training. All right, buddy. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.